Welcome back to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff that sounds fun, but no one else would have brought it up. In this episode, we finish up our chat about Jasmine's Nostalgia Pick, the 1986 puppet-heavy, not-quite-coming-of-age story, Labyrinth. Listen to part one and the warm-up if you want to hear the whole conversation, or play all three at the same time to simulate standing in a crowd. This podcast makes use of profanity and spoilers, because we couldn't stop ourselves from mentioning that Hoggle is a fuck. And as always, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. She says, I guess I want to go down. Yeah. Because I'm pointed that way that already. Way anyway, yeah. And they're like, okay. Well, she shows down. And they point. And then she goes into an oubliette. They explain. It's like, a Huggle, dungeon. Yeah. yeah Huggle uh-huh. explains, which I thought he was just making that up, but that is actually pretty accurate. So he said an oubliette is where you place things that you want to forget. And yeah. historically, that's where they put people to uh-huh. forget them. Yeah. And the only way out was one hole, probably that you came through, and you would need a assistance to get out of so, so. like the count of monte crisco mm-hmm. yeah. monte crisco 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 <laughs> sorry i'm thinking about the sandwich <laughs> it's also a monte cristo y- yeah. is it, oh, it is. okay well i'm way crisco off crisco would be vegetable shortening yeah so they don't deep fry it no oh okay in new orleans they probably do <laughs> i've been ordering weird for years then <laughs> So she falls into this oubliette. Yes. And Hoggle is there. Surprise, surprise. And she convinces Hoggle to help her. Help her get out. But she has to bribe him with a plastic bracelet, I guess. Yeah. It looks honestly like something you, you know, a young girl would make right, with yeah. her friends who may be non-existent. Sure. Uh-huh. Or got it like Claire's or some shit. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Some of that like flat plastic ribbon and bead scenario. Yeah. But that's what she uses to help it. And I mean... I honestly didn't think it would work, but it did. Mm-hmm. And he opens the door because he has magical keys, yep. apparently. He opens it one way and it's a, a broom closet. And then he opens yeah. it the other way and it's a path out. I guess this is as good a time as any to say that the person voicing Hoggle is actually Jim Henson's son. son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian Henson. There's a dwarf in the costume. Yes. And a team of puppeteers operating the facial expressions. But at one point they were shipping the Hoggle puppet and it got lost in like transition. <laughs> yes. And it's in like... Like some unclaimed luggage museum somewhere. Yeah. So anyway, the puppet has had an interesting life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they get out and they meet the big red beast. Ludo. That looks more puppet-like than anything. Well, any of the other characters besides one we'll get to mm-hmm. later. Uh, I heard that it was too heavy and oh, yeah. so they made it lighter. Uh-huh. I'm not sure why though. You oh, would need it so to be lighter. <laughs> again, it's a team of people operating this puppet, right? Yeah. And most of them can't actually see out of the puppet so they're operating it more or less blind Blind. and the person that's walking around in the suit has a little tv screen they're watching a camera outside they can't see out of the puppet so it's a whole thing with puppets i don't know how puppets work (laughs) (laughs) but they meet ludo actually being tortured Mm -hmm. by some maybe some goblin guards and they have these rather deformed things that look like a hamster on a stick like a naked mole rat 
Yeah. yeah but like yeah. piranha teeth and humongous eyeballs. It looks terrible. Looks uh-huh. like something out of Resident Evil. And they have it biting him. He ends up calling the rocks, which is apparently a thing he can do. And mm-hmm. one rolls Sarah's way and she starts knocking the guards in the head until they eventually spin around in that comedic way and end up having the things bite each other and then go away so that she can interact with Ludo. I wonder why Ludo is tied up. We're assuming Jareth is a decent person Mm -hmm. in terms of ruling his kingdom. What if Ludo's like actually a monster? (laughs) She's just assuming I have to help this poor creature, but Ludo's a crime boss or some shit. I don't know. Right. And I mean, that is very, um, eats goblins. Very, very naive of her, obviously. Like, you know, me being me, I would have been like, hold on. Uh I mean, I'm not just going to rescue you. You might've been up there for a reason. He is kind of, you know, (laughs) simple, I guess is the best way to say it. Mm -hmm. He could be like Lenny from Mice and Men. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And just is that how you remember of Mice and Men? Pretty much. <laughs> Lenny just stumbling around being like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But most probably does. He's like, George, we're going over there with the ducks or whatever he was talking about. So they don't kill Ludo in this. No, I mean, they don't. spoilers for the other one, but <laughs> Well, we probably should mention that, first of all, they hear Ludo before they see him, Mm -hmm. and immediately, Hoggle is like, nah, you on your own. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he fucking ditches. Like, he split like you would not believe. This is after he was like, oh, oh, thank you for calling me your friend. I never had a friend before. Uh Thanks for calling me your friend. Not even two seconds later. He goes, I gotta go. He is gone. Later, bitches. (laughs) He's like, you're supposed to be my friend. He goes, oh. I'm nobody's friend. Only friend Humble has his Hoggle. Yeah. Deuces. (laughs) I can't tell if you're getting his name wrong because you don't remember it or because you're referencing another part of the movie. Bowie never (laughs) says Hoggle's name correctly except for once. Neither does Sarah. Except for once. Yeah. Yeah. They call him Hogwart and Hoggle and everything's around. Yeah, I did that on purpose, not the fact that I totally forgot. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, Hoggle ditches and she saves Ludo and Hoggle meets up with David Bowie or Gareth and is like, hey, give the lady this peach. You're not keeping up your end of the bargain. You're supposed to take her back to the beginning and keep her there. And Hoggle's like, I don't want to give her the peach. That's super creepy to drug this lady for. Did he give her the peach at that point? There's a point in that conversation where Bowie's like, where'd you get that bracelet? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this. Obviously, he's been watching. Right. right. Yeah. (laughs) He's still trying to play like, like, oh, oh, I don't know where this came from. I don't know. know, It's just around. Um, Found it on dead body. and then <laughs> he says a line that I mentioned earlier. If she kisses you, I'll make you a prince of the bog of eternal, eternal stench. stench. Yeah. <laughs> like eternal stench. No. Yeah. But yep. the place that they're doing this scene, it's interesting because there's a rock face behind them. That is a series of rocks. When the camera pans to a certain direction, like at an angle, mm-hmm. you see David's face in oh, that yeah. cutout thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he actually stands beside it at the beginning, like when they start start that scene oh and i thought that was interesting yeah that was really cool like the forced perspective face they're doing Mm -hmm. that in some video games now anyway it's like oh oh okay full circle yeah Yeah. so let's see gives hoggle the peach then sarah meets the musical number that makes no sense to me (laughs) the little fire creatures oh so the fuck (laughs) no so that actually used to be when i was a kid that was my favorite song (laughs) i kid you not and yes and i learned that i thought because they say chili down with the wild gang so i just thought those little fiery things were the wild gang i read the credits no they're called the chili downs the fuck 
Or no, I, I, I was just as so, a kid. That was the part that scared me the most because these things were what, fucking taking her heads off. Uh-huh. Yeah, eating the eyeballs <laughs> and shit. And they tried to literally I mean, decapitate a woman. Yeah, probably yeah. the weirdest thing. Andy, there's one. They already are taking their arms off, heads off. He sticks his fingers in his eyeballs. Yeah, takes them out, rolls them like dice, and then eventually throws them up in the air to swallow them again to have them pop up exactly where they should be. Mm-hmm. That was probably the weirdest part, but I feel like dancing. I just, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is fine. And I mean, was anyone else kind of thinking, uh, are they supposed to be like black? Uh, yeah. Um, I kind yeah. of feel like George Lucas had the most input on this part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just based then, on Jar Jar Binks. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also too, mm-hmm. also too, I got like kind of a Dumbo black crows. Kind of. Yeah. Vibe. It has kind of a Islander motif to the yeah. song, which I still don't understand. I've watched the movie so many times. I still don't know what the fuck they're saying. Subtitles. No, Su- yeah. Subtitles will save you here, but yeah, I, I don't. Well, the subtitles for me, they cut off in the song. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Right. on blu-ray and they doesn't um <laughs> just cut out yeah no so okay. it just doesn't not, like if they're speaking like hey you're only supposed to you know throw your own head then mm-hmm. they come up but the actual song no <laughs> you get nothing when i was reading that jim henson had all these ideas that he wanted to smash together mm-hmm. and some of them obviously didn't fit this was the thing that i went to first it was like i have all these great ideas for this thing make <laughs> yeah. it fit <laughs> obviously again that was my favorite part as a child watching it Go and figure. now right and now yeah. i'm like what was i thinking <laughs> like, <laughs> there's so many things i you know realize like mm, okay all right hoggle shows up save sarah yeah and they right chuck, in the nick of time yeah they chuck these monsters heads over in the bushes or whatever <laughs> yes <laughs> which is weirdly Look, she gruesome was, <laughs> she was trying to escape okay yeah yeah so whatever it's i kind of feel like it's pumpkin jack yeah because hoggle came back and saved her she's like hey um <laughs> i i reward you with a kiss and he's like fuck no 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 don't no, no, kid, no no don't do it <laughs> the earth opens up and they fall almost into the bog of stench lugo <laughs> says his magic line of smells bad <laughs> yes after they followed Jesus. him they safely get to the ground without falling into the bog of stench because if it touches you i mean you're effed for life right yeah because you'll smell forever but they meet a dog riding a dog <laughs> yes sir didymus yeah um how, how would you describe sir didymus so sir didymus is very much so and this is i think where i did not as a child pick up on it mm-hmm. but where i noticed some of the character wise the heaviest influence of oh monty python yes yeah okay. yes i can't uh, because it's this teeny tiny dog uh-huh. guarding this pathway who's like you none know no one pass. you know none shall pass without un- my permission <laughs> without my permission mm-hmm. which i mean if you're familiar with monty python you're like holy grail yeah <laughs> yep, absolutely so, but it's crazy because he's this teeny tiny dog i don't think they asked to the end but they actually end up getting into a fight with him which mm-hmm. is crazy he's this again teeny tiny thing with a spear or something mm-hmm. and like a pimp cane kind of <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like a, uh, like a stick sword thing he's getting into it with ludo to the point where i think he ends up in a tree and for when ludo like slams something down i'm like oh maybe he's dead and then he pops up in the tree he's like oh until this day i've never met my match and i'm like match your ma-. he just threw he just he threw just you threw yeah right? <laughs> he could sit on you if he were more violent and mm-hmm. he would be dead yeah we just squished the <laughs> fuck out of him so well, like he stabbed ludo in the foot or something and then just oh, yeah. grabbed a stick or something to defend himself and knock that dude into the lake <laughs> uh-huh. yes. yeah it was crazy because literally it takes until all of that has resolved itself somewhat for her to go okay well she asked what the oath is he explains 
he's taken a blood oath to let no one pass unless they have his permission and then she's finally like well can we have your permission and i think it dawns on him like nobody's ever asked me that yes like he's not sure mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and it it cracks me up because the first thing that comes to mind because he is a very teeny tiny dog is like a little chihuahua mm-hmm. <laughs> there are like i have I mean, a friend sure that has a like miniature chihuahua terrier that is like, some shit but this is just like mean and uh-huh. does not realize that it is tiny and everyone else and the other animals around him are huge uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what it reminds me of. Yeah. But. He's like, I will destroy everything. Yeah. He also claims that he has a really good sense of smell. Yeah. Even though he lives in the bog of stench. So, so I'm thinking he's just gone nose blind. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't remember how he says it, but it's something like what smell dost thou speak of or something. And he mm-hmm. takes this huge like you know refreshing breath and i'm like wait you're, you're a dog yeah and you you just said you live by your sense of sm- uh, i'm sorry what i mean which obviously is <laughs> yeah the whole trope but that kills me every time uh-huh. so they befriend sir didimus <laughs> yes. he joins the party he swears to their quest yeah yes. for reasons but um, <laughs> like they mention what they're doing he's like to save a child <laughs> yeah yes. why didn't you say so <laughs> yeah because of screenwriting and he's like screw this bridge chivalry yeah. pat yeah obviously okay and then Sarah says, oh, I'm getting a little hungry now. So Hoggle is like, uh. Well, I think that's after they cross the bridge and stuff, Yeah, right? it's after they cross after the bridge, yeah. she should be stinking because those mm-hmm. rocks that got pulled up yes, out of the thing. Yes, I was thinking that too. Her I was feet, like, their feet should yeah. be stinking because yeah. mm-hmm. they crossed you can over them. change shoes. But not her. She... Thing. She's wearing whatever the hell she's wearing. Oh, yeah? Okay. I don't know. What the fuck that was. Yeah, so she eats this peach. Obviously, you see Hoggle, even up to this point, he's been struggling with, you know, I don't want to give it to her, mm-hmm. but he offers it when she says she's hungry. And so we have no idea what's been done to it, but something mm-hmm. uh, has been done. So she kind of, well, I don't want to say wobbles, but she kind of looks like she's been drugged or something and she realizes it. And she's like, Hoggle, you fuck. <laughs> she's like, what have you done? How, how and then stupid she just, is she? like stares into the distance while Uh she's holding a tree and then later she's on the ground which that seems believable Uh but that opens us up into this whole other scene of the ballroom which as a kid I was just like enamored with this whole thing (laughs) yeah she's going there to meet David Bowie and they have this ballroom dance that's quasi romantic I guess which now just seems really creepy to me super creepy yeah (laughs) but at the time I was like Look at all those people in costumes yeah. and dance. You know, I was a kid. I didn't yeah. Know. I mean, obviously it's a trope. Oh, it's sure. like kids want to be valued by someone that's above their status to share that status with them. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily want to hook up with the David Bowie type, but they want to be accepted. So, I mean, it's obviously really skeevy just from like a general perspective, but it's definitely a product of its time. I would say yeah. even like weird science where they're like making the perfect lady or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing that they want to be accepted without necessarily having to grow up themselves. I feel we're skipping over the important part. What? Why would you eat a peach from the <laughs> shit that yeah, he still has not like. washed we, his hands. But he hasn't washed that, his hands. But also hey, we've established like, she's naive. <laughs> he literally looks like on his best days he smells like shit. So why <laughs> would you oh, yeah. eat? Why she doesn't you, make a lot of smart decisions in this movie. Right. She, she does it, but if someone who looks like the underside of a diseased ball sack gives me food, I'm not eating that. <laughs> Motherfucker probably pulled out of his butt or something. Uh huh. See, that's when you hit, with, hit him with the. You know what? I, I just think ate. it's very specifically <laughs> the most delicious looking peach in the world, though. 
Yeah. It's, it's a magical peach. Yes. And it's uh, also peach has its own imagery. I regular, can eat peaches for days. Skirting around, but yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I just, okay. And then she knows that every other time he does something to, to betray her. So you're going to trust something he gives you? Of course not. I mean, we wouldn't, but. <laughs> yeah, like Poggle, his name is kind of slang for hoodwink or trick someone. Someone so, tricks yeah. his mama. <laughs> Gareth confesses his love to Sarah and he was like hey if you just join me then all this will go away let the child stay here wait a minute are you at the end no 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 in the ball he confesses oh, yeah. His, yeah. his love did that happen mm-hmm. yeah. right before she said no and broke the yeah and she oh, picks up a chair chucks it through the oh yeah when the they were dancing wall. okay My yeah bad. and she's like later and then jumps out as the background's going crazy <laughs> like yeah. people are getting pulled up on strings or whatever and then she falls into a junk junkyard land. Yeah. yeah and on top of this lady i mean look her whole back is junk so i can't i can't falter Uh, (laughs) no no judgment there but yeah there's a sort of meta scene where she finds herself back in her bedroom and this junk lady is following along yeah so they go into her bedroom obviously the junk lady follows and she's going through all of her stuff and obviously trying to distract i mean she has to me she looks shady (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Obviously, when I was a kid, I was like, "How'd she get back?" And she's like, immediately on the, "You'd better just stay here." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's, let's not go back there. It's dangerous. You don't know what could happen. Even better, yeah. she's like, "You know how you like this? You know you used to do this with this uh-huh. all the time." I'm like, "Bitch, yeah. how do you know?" And she's piling her stuff on like uh-huh. bears, and you know, oh, you got this. And then you know, there was one thing I think she was really trying to sell her on, which was a little music box yeah, thing, which is actually a callback to the scene that just happened. Yeah, when she was dancing oh, with Gareth because at the beginning yeah. of the movie. This isn't trash, right? And then she. <laughs> hands are like mm-hmm. her romantic idealization of david right. bowie and then she's like no she's this all is trash. all junk yeah and i was like oh did, did you grow up there just just now yeah she had a little <laughs> moment of realization yeah. yeah then once again things start falling uh-huh. she falling punches away through from a mirror. Her. like her new friends are out there looking for her yes yeah. and, and there they sure are to rescue wrong. her mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so she crashes through her own image in this mirror mm-hmm. and crawls out through a bunch of junk into this gigantic wasteland. Yes. Right outside Side. of the main <laughs> castle. Yeah. Look how that because works. Because that's how plot <laughs> development works. <laughs> when you're trying to connect threads of a madman who controls puppets. Uh, so they get Cocaine to the gate. A drug. Yeah. They get to the gates and they have probably the worst guard I have ever seen in my life. Well, okay, maybe it not the worst. It's really interesting to watch though because the two halves of the robot close together. Yeah. I think I've seen that in other things but it was probably like anime. Yeah. <laughs> so where did the guy who was controlling it come from? I assume that when they came together he was already climbing up the doors uh-huh. and getting in there listen i didn't say it made sense there's a lot in here that doesn't we've established that uh-huh. i'm just saying that's the way they might have worked mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway there's this huge mech, robot mech robot yeah that is guarding the goblin city and they have basically no space to run or anything because you have that in front of you and spikes which look very flimsy um, behind them yeah honestly we're not faring so well but then hoggle who had been ironically nearby gets on top top and throws the driver out ends up trying to work it doesn't mm-hmm. obviously succeed but that's fine because it ends up blowing up anyway yep <laughs> so then they're able to get through to the goblin city but the goblins are already there waiting for them and there's an epic battle between puppets oh, and our main cast <laughs> and all this sort of things and there's these cannonballs with tiny little legs coming out of them <laughs> yes. like there's, there's a lot of prep work that probably went into this scene oh yeah 
to make it look chaotic. And there's probably dozens upon dozens of puppeteers controlling every, like, yeah. every little part of this. It is effective. It does feel like chaos. And Sir Didymus is like fighting <laughs> with his steed, who's like apparently cowardly. Ambrosius. Ambrosius. I, I feel what in real life happened is that the trainer couldn't get the dog to do what he wanted. <laughs> He's like, fuck <laughs> this dog. With, with, yeah, with the, well, the dog's like well, I mean, half the it's, time it's a puppet. Yeah. Some of the times I think that it was running around because I don't think the dog liked the fact that he had this puppet on his back. It was running around. And so I feel like they just went back and ADR'd him saying, oh, no, go this way. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. yeah you're so I mean, it's around. the same dog. That, yeah. Like, it's her dog, Merlin. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just like, uh. yeah. So they have this big fight scene and they escape into a building. Like, well, I say they <laughs> escape because Ludo is like, he just form took rock the shield. Whole, yep. Like, yeah. Because yeah, he has a superpower great. that summons rocks. Why is this your know. last resort? <laughs> I would have led with summon rocks. <laughs> it's like, that should be the first thing you pull out. Uh huh. Well, because then they wouldn't have a backup plan. <laughs> Well, if you start, you don't need a backup plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, he summons rocks, smashes the other puppets, and they go off to the castle. Yeah. And so Jareth is like, hey, hide the baby. I don't remember exactly how she ends up meeting up with him and getting confronted, but they do eventually, like Sarah and Jareth's character, mm-hmm. end up in this Escher-like room, which that painting, posters of it have yeah. been everywhere MC so Escher's far. <laughs> yeah. Staircase thing. Yeah. But yeah, she goes in there, Jareth grabs the kid, and there's, there's some like owl shenanigans. Yeah. And know. are we skipping over randomly proposing to Hoggle? Is that happening? I don't like, remember somewhere that. In the, somewhere in the castle, she's renounced his love of treasures, but she gives him the ring. Oh, yeah, because she stole his sack of treasures or whatever and then gives it back oh, to gives him. It back. Yeah. Oh, gives it back. He's like, I don't care about that. And so she has a ring that I think is her mom's. Yeah, something like that. Oh, is that the ring that she gave the guy with the chicken for a hat? Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, we're, we're skipping over <laughs> yeah, parts of this. Sorry. This isn't going to be like a full review yeah. of this thing. I'm going to full disclosure. I did not watch the entire thing for this. I just, <laughs> there Cocaine are parts of it I remember from a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she goes up there to confront Bowie and her friends are like, let us help you. And she's like, no. No, I, have I have to, to do, do this, this alone, alone for reasons. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> screenplay. Right. And then she follows him around. Bowie's singing to her. And eventually they come face to face. He's all like, come to me, angel <laughs> of music. Yeah. <laughs> He's all fan of the opera. You can see me in my bulge. Oh, yeah. Okay, so totally he doesn't say any of that. I mean, you could say it that <laughs> way, I guess. Jeez. Uh-huh. I Jeez, mean, but he Pat. does make a good point That's of saying, saying, you know, <laughs> everything I do, I did for you, which carries on into his monologue or whatever That's you want to call a it. different song what? brian adams no he says that in the movie <laughs> i know but that's yeah. what he was saying. that's what he was referencing mm-hmm. yeah. okay yes it's true there's this like quasi creepy thing I it was i do it for you if you if you come to me i'll be your slave if you just obey me then i'll which is crazy because he was like stay with me let me rule you and then two seconds later it was like no i'll be your slave and i'm like not Hold on. Kind of I, that's not how that work i'm married <laughs> and i know for a fact that's not how that works. no 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 that'd be a weird relationship <laughs> Eventually, Bowie is like, I am exhausted keeping up with your, your expectations. expectations yeah. In the back of my mind, is like, so the real puppet here is David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, you know, as a kid, again, that went completely past me. Now I'm, I'm going, no, actually, I can see that. Uh-huh. You know, he's not wrong. <laughs> Once again, the real hero is the Goblin King. 
And then, like, just for flirting with her, she just punches him in the face. <laughs> she yeah. doesn't punch him. No one. No, she no punches one punches him in the face. Him. But she does realize <laughs> that she has agency over her own life. Yes. Which is kind of the point of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Throughout this, they've been dropping hints that it's a fantasy world of her own creation. And mm-hmm. this doubles back on this. Yeah. And she wishes herself back home with the baby because there's been some shenanigans where he's not been playing fair in terms of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bowie's like, do you even know what fairness is? is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, she just wishes herself back at the end of the movie. And she's staring at herself in the mirror. And the kid's just there. And yeah. She, I mean, she checks on him and makes sure, you know, uh-huh. everything's yeah. cool. And you're like, oh, I've grown up. And she starts putting away her toys and she gives her baby brother. The bear that she yeah. told him he stole, which is impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then she's like, you've earned it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though you've just fallen asleep in real time. And yeah. I've been delusional. like This I've been whole time tripping on mushrooms and yelling at hobos in the park or some shit. So at the end here, you see her return to her room and then in the mirror, slowly but surely, her band of friends that helped her get through all that uh-huh. start showing up like, hey, so did she you know, take another, should you need us? Did she take yeah. another strip? Some, some nose candy? <laughs> yeah. Drops, another, drops another tab feel, like that. I mean, yeah, they were only in the mirror and when she turned around, they weren't there. So that's all I'll say. I so, thought they were there. No, they were there. Because they started dancing yeah. and shit. Like at the end, mm-hmm. but when she initially turned around. Because like, right. you like you, you kind of get to that point where well, she's she like. any more drops in her eyeballs yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like, I'm growing up. I don't need these mm-hmm. childish things anymore. And then she starts going back and talking to her imaginary friends. It's like, no, I do need you, Hoggle. And it's like, like the I entire movie all. meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it, it's not just Hoggle, Ludo, and Sir Didymus. Everyone, okay, maybe not everyone, but a lot of the goblins and other uh-huh. things that you saw along the way, all of a sudden were in her room. And I'm like, oh, so now we're friends? Yeah, it's a curtain call. <laughs> like, hey, I mean, yeah. this is a movie where they had a kid for over 13 hours, a baby who they never fed or changed his diaper, but yet everything's cool. Because mm-hmm. the kid, it was just a yeah. dream. I don't think it could have been 13 hours. Oh, no, yeah, no, 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 definitely not. not. It's like a They're pocket like, dimension kind of yeah. And then he like sped up the back. time at some yeah. point. They'd have had questions. All sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So As yeah. to and why you drop in Like acid. the baby's just covered in shit and screaming and starving <laughs> and she's just like yelling at people outside. <laughs> yeah. She's like, like narf. Wait, here's, here's a question. Why are you taking acid as soon as we left? Must be taking care of your brother. <laughs> Because the goblins in my eyes told me that the, the oh strange in the eyeballs. That's mm-hmm. how she copes, okay? It's the one way. With her slave master parents. <laughs> yes. A very bizarre movie and also a cult favorite. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't know where to take this movie, really. Like, uh... I remember it fondly, but mm. from the first time I watched it, but probably because I was drinking a lot at the time. Um, <laughs> I remember it less fondly than I used to. Yeah. Watching it again did not help it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give ratings for this? Um, I don't know. Probably not. Like, no? okay. I would just right. say just that, it, like, I, okay. I still, no, I, I still enjoy it, even though there are things <laughs> that are quite different now in, in this watch. Um, mm-hmm. But I still remember those, you know, those, the feeling in general of nostalgia and, and still having those, I guess the the connection to it that way was still enjoyable for me. And I think I liked even more now learning more things about the background of it. Mm-hmm. For me personally, grown my like for it even more. Yeah. What do you guys think? I have a lot of the same feelings and a more negative skew for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. A lot of the things I remember as fantastical and cool as a kid are just kind of creepy and gross now. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I mean, that's fair. It hasn't helped, but it's still it's still an alright movie. It's still entertaining, but like you said, I the fact that I'm old now makes this movie suck more for me. (laughs) (laughs) Because like I now understand Mm -hmm. or I look at things differently. And Mm -hmm. oh, we haven't talked about the Goonies, but I'm like, man, those kids suck. Those kids do suck. Like yeah, my back then I was like, all right, I'm like, yeah, these kids are kind of garbage. I really don't know how to rate this thing. It existed in its own time, and it was very mm-hmm. influential it hit a lot of people in a way that other films couldn't it has a female protagonist which was relatively rare at the time it has the hero's journey but from a female perspective and it follows some tropes from young adult fiction that i don't think surfaced in the same way until much later in cinematic mm-hmm. history so yeah definitely an impressive art show it is <laughs> kind of yeah a yeah. quasi art film yeah it's not it, it's definitely a good out there a good showcase for Jim Henson company and how talented yeah. they all are. Absolutely. Yeah, and they got work because they put this movie mm-hmm. out. Jim Henson puppets were part of a ton of stuff in the 80s and 90s. Yep. Not just Star Wars. Star Ninja Wars Turtles. was obviously part of it. Yeah. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. Ninja. Basically Ninja anything American with puppets in it yeah. had Jim Henson he, he a part of too. it. And that's, it just shows you how much higher Jim Henson was to other puppet maker people. Oh yeah. Man, I can't even think of any other person that does it. Well, I mean, eventually we're going to talk about The Fifth Element, which had nothing to do with Jim Henson. But Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> if you guys could just see the faces they're making. <laughs> Anyway. So I, I'm I'm glad I watched this again. I completely had forgotten about Labyrinth. If mm-hmm. you hadn't mentioned it, I probably wouldn't have thought about this movie again for years. Mm-hmm. Definitely an interesting touchstone in life. I think Jez might have said this earlier, but you know they made a book of this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They made yeah. like a manga or a light novel. I can't remember which. Mm-hmm. Something about going back in Jareth's son. I don't know where they really? took it. I did so, not, I did not oh, read it. That almost but has there, to be there is something out there that exists. So the novelization has lore? So right now yeah. in the works, there what? is a Labyrinth 2 in the works right now. Oh, God. Yeah, I've heard that for years, and I just I figured that was just talk. But now, since I think Disney owns it. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They yeah. bought Jim Henson's yeah. so stuff. Think, so, so I think that... They're going to milk di- it. They're going to try to make yeah. a lab- That has Jennifer Connelly in it, so I wonder how this oh. goes. I mean, I'm still game. Obviously, I'll watch it. They already got me okay. in. Announced plans in 2016 didn't get a director until 2020. But it's Disney, so... Yeah, I and, mean, and they got money a, to throw away. <laughs> this is a future where the Ghostbusters is finally getting an actual third movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, before we jump down that rabbit hole too far, any closing thoughts about Labyrinth? I guess just that if you have not seen it, you should give it a try if you're interested in seeing some of Studio Henson's work, which is now, I guess technically disney since they bought it yeah yeah Um, yeah definitely check it out it's a very nice production of what they can do or did in the past yeah i don't think you should miss that okay awesome join us next time for another episode of bsr (laughs) later BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio, under orders of the Goblin King, lest we end up in the bog of eternal stench, or get COVID. All voices, music, and mixing is done by us, all rights reserved. Contact the show on social media or our website, bsreactor.com, if you have comments or questions. And as always, thanks for listening. We appreciate it.